0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today we're going to be talking about compression sleeves in a new episode of Do They Really Work? This was a question that was asked of me, and I want to say thank you so much because the last, I don't know, four or five Do They Really Work episodes were because you reached out to me, most of them on DMs and Instagram, uh, maybe a couple through email but you reached out and said, hey, what about this? Did they really work? So here they are, compression sleeves we're going to talk about today. Now, these compression sleeves are actual like the sleeves, like tights that people may put on. They're not the air compression. When it comes to compression sleeves, who I think about in my head immediately that comes to mind is Russell Westbrook in the NBA, he's been wearing them for years. And I just thought they were super stylish because he's super stylish, but apparently it seems that they may have a functional purpose. So let's get into talking about compression sleeves. Now, the first study that I wanna talk about is leg compression sleeves. And the leg compression sleeves though, the study was done on trail runners. So they took these trail runners, 14 men, they were healthy, they were fit, they were runners, put them out on a 2.5-hour trail run in order to induce soreness. And they measured what went on for people that were wearing the calf calf compression sleeve, so it was a lower leg sleeve, and they wanted to measure the differences about a few things. So one of the things that they measured, well, several of the things, and they found uh, no differences in were run times. So wearing compression sleeves based on this study, uh, it didn't make anybody any faster. But the other thing is that in this study, it also did not attenuate calf soreness. So the people who wore the sleeves, the people who didn't wear the sleeves had the same amount of soreness. Now, I'd like to say that there there are some other things that we're going to do and research that we're going to look at that talks about how they have uh, experience attenuating soreness. So my look on this is that maybe the two and a half hour run so far beyond what they normally do that th- they were just going to have they were just going to be sore anyway. But I found it to be interesting. But here's the other thing. One of the things that they provided was that it increased stiffness in the limbs. So like as you ran, maybe it was harder to dorsiflex plantar flexor, harder to bend your knees. But so it created a stiffness in the limbs. And through that, there was a lower ground contact time during running and hopping. So there was less time spent on the ground, which I would think would attenuate some of the soreness. But I think just because the long amount of time of the running, it did not. It did increase muscle oxygenation. And this was the interesting part. Even though the calves were the same amount of sore, from the people who had the compression sleeves and the people who did not have the compression sleeves on, there were significantly less Achilles tendon pain for those who wore compression sleeves. So I I would give that one a thumbs up. I think it it was pretty good, and that's a pretty solid outcome. But, I mean, it's an N of 14. So we have to go through and we have to find more data, more evidence so we look to another example of Engel et al. in the Journal of Sports Medicine in Auckland, New Zealand, and it says: Is there evidence that runners can benefit from wearing compression clothing? Well, what they did is they took runners at levels of performance, and they specialized in different events. It could be the 400 meter, it could be the a 5K or a 10K and all the way up to marathons. And they wore the compression socks, the sleeves, the shorts, the tights, an attempt to improve their performance and to facilitate recovery. Here's what they found. The compression garments exerted no statistically significant mean effects on running performance when it came to any of these things, with the marathon, the 15K, 5K, 10K, 400-meter sprints. So not really very much. Uh, no, no, no outcomes on that, that were beneficial, no beneficial oxygen uptake or blood lactate concentrations or blood gas kinetics, no significant difference in cardiac parameters like heart rate or cardiac output or cardiac index or stroke volume, uh, body temperature performance of strength related tasks after running, but they did find small positive effects for how long it took people to get exhausted. So it did facilitate running uh, economy. And it did facilitate the clearance of blood lactate. Also, there's an interesting thing about there was a an increased perceived um, beneficial outcome. And so they thought that the compression sleeves were helping them. And so their perception of wearing them made it seem like there was less exertion going on. And then another interesting thing, small positive effect, but a positive effect after all, was that after they would do some some activities, they would then test the maximal voluntary isometric contraction and the uh, the peak leg muscle power after they did a run, and they found that the markers of muscle damage and inflammation were decreased from wearing compression sleeves. All right, cool there's a small positive effect small moderate positive effect an increase in core body temperature that's it and then a large positive effect when it came to post-exercise leg soreness and the delay of um uh, muscle fatigue so in this study they found that there was uh actual decrease in leg soreness, unlike the trail running study that we read earlier, that we quoted out earlier. But again, a two and a half hour run might just be so much more than what people do anyway that it elevated that soreness. When this one, on the other hand, did show there was a delay in uh, the onset of muscle fatigue and decrease in muscle soreness. Okay, well, what I want to do is now say well, here are a couple of studies I found to be pretty interesting. Is there a systematic review? And so I did find a systematic scoping review entitled "Putting the Squeeze on Compression Garments: Current Evidence and Recommendations for Future Research," uh, and that's by Weekly at All, uh, same same journal, uh, Journal of Sports Medicine, Auckland, New Zealand. By the way, great research comes out of New Zealand and uh, a lot of great research coming out of Australia in sports science and sports medicine as well. So what they did, here were the methods. This is a systematic research. They took electronic databases like PubMed and Sport Discuss and they find all of these these databases and then they pull information. And so they started pulling information from the very first time that compression sleeves came about to the end of December 2020, and 85% of those were between the years 2010 and the end of 2020. And what they found is that evidence is kind of questionable as to whether garments improve physical performance, and we didn't see that in either of the previous studies either. There's little evidence supporting improvements in kinetic or kinematic outcomes, so how well you move. They do state that compression is likely to reduce muscle oscillary properties and has a positive effect on sensory motor systems. Okay, now I'm getting interested. What what, do you mean, sensory motor systems? So they found there's increased in potential arterial blood flow, but they also found that compression garments didn't have any meaningful metabolic responses when it came to blood pressure or heart rate or cardio respiratory measures the compression garment increased localized skin temperature and may reduce perceptions of muscle soreness following exercise so here we are looking at perceived exertion and what you're going to look at here as is whether or not your belief that they work change your perceptions on how they work. So we don't think, and the researchers don't think that there are any negative effects of using these garments whatsoever, but they do concern themselves with the belief in compression garments because if you believe something, you will probably report it in a positive light. And so there needs to be controls for that. There need to be Scientific setups using the scientific method that allow people to, to quantify, all right, well, this is what people that already uh, think they work. And then when it came to their outcomes, look at the people who already believed in it, believe this, and the people who maybe don't know anything about it, are their outcomes different? So that's one of the things, just to, to check about some of the beliefs that go along with it. And also we need to to look at multiple sites, whether you're wearing, you know, uh, calf sleeves or elbow sleeves and examine the responses and varying compressions based on those coverage areas. So that's yet to be found. Some other things that need to be looked at when it comes to this. But all of these things that we looked at in all of these studies actually were leg compressions. But I started off thinking about the first person that came to mind was Russell Westbrook because he wears them. He looks so cool. He looks so cool wearing them. So all of this lower body stuff, let me look specifically at upper body. Let me look at the elbow compression and the arm compression garments. So I found one. study, studied 2018 Barres et al., the Journal of Neuro Physiology. So this goes back to that sensory motor thing that we were talking about before. And I found this to be fascinating. Here we go. This study on if compression sleeves modify sensory transmission. Interestingly, there was a significant improvement in reaching accuracy while wearing the compression sleeves. And the compression sleeves did appear to increase precision and sensitivity around the joint where the sleeve is applied. So compression sleeves and compression apparel may function as what they call a filter. It may be a filter of irrelevant mechanoreceptor information, allowing optimal task-related sensory information to enhance proprioception. And. That may well be the reason that Russ wears those compression sleeves, that it filters out some of the other things and helps to refine that ability uh, to to create these sensory inputs and enhance proprioception or where your body is in space. And when it comes to athletic performance, being able to place something more accurately can be really beneficial. So does it help at that level for NBA athlete? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I do know this based on the research. It doesn't seem that there's anything wrong with wearing the compression sleeves and there might be some nice benefits though. Many of them did not reach significant significance when they did, they were in multiple things. It could be, uh, minimizing some DOMs, it could be increasing sensory motor control uh, and filtering out some of the the ancillary sensory information that we may not want in order to help increase accuracy. But with that said, I think that if you like wearing compression sleeves and you want to look cool like Russell Westbrook, or whether you think it looks absurd but it may still help you it may still help you so compression sleeves i'm going to give you like a sideways like a thumbs up thumbs down somewhere in the middle that you have your pros you have your cons but it may be beneficial to utilize for certain things with that being said thank you so much for listening to this this is a episode of do they really work on the nasmcpt podcast and you have questions about some other things that you may be interested in if they really work, then feel free to reach out to me at dr.rickritchie on Instagram. Or you can hit me up at rick.ritchie, R I C H E Y, at nasm.org. This has been the NASM CPT podcast.